This was an awesome statement for John Mank because he had gone through quite an ordeal before reaching into the space. He'd gone through trauma because going back to, to the beginning, going back to when Jesus was arrested, going back even into when they had the first, well, the last meal together, Peter experienced betrayal. There was a betrayal within their circle with Judas, who gave Jesus up, so to speak, at that last meal together. And then Peter experienced another form of trauma. When in that circle, he was so sure of his faith, so positive that he would not alter that he said to Jesus three times, I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. And Jesus said to him, before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. He didn't believe that. But it happened. After Jesus was arrested, when he was standing in the courtyard, Peter followed Jesus. But when he was asked by several people if he knew him, if he'd been around him, he denied knowing Jesus three times. That stayed with Peter. It stayed with him as Jesus went to the cross. It stayed with him when Jesus died. And then all of a sudden, on the third day, Jesus comes back. Just like he said, who was the first one that Jesus showed himself to? It was a woman, Mary Magdalene. She writes to the disciples saying, he's alive. He's alive. Did they believe him? Believe her? Not really. They run to the tomb. There's nobody. No. Not really. Then Jesus shows himself. He shows himself to the disciples. Can you imagine how he must have felt? Can you imagine how Peter must have felt? Yeah. And a week later, he shows up again. Again. What's going on in Peter's heart? Because he's still carrying that trauma. He's still carrying that guilt of not standing up during that time. And Jesus had already told him, but yes, you are. So I was wrestling with that piece. And then we go into another phase in this in the story, in this sharing. In chapter 20, when Peter all of a sudden says, I'm gonna go fishing. <laughs> It was interesting because so many of the disciples were fishermen. So he had his crew. And he said, okay, I'm going fishing. I'm going back to the familiar. I'm going back to what I know. So he goes, and a group goes with him. They go back to the familiar habitat. 
And then the learn that the little fish goes that spot. Fishermen did during that time. Did they catch any fish? No. Not one. So guess who shows up? <laughs> Jesus shows up on the shore as they were coming in with empty nets. So Jesus says, Have you caught anything? <laughs> no, not a nothing. Not a throw your net over on the right side. One of the disciples knew immediately. So they threw the net over. And just like that, the net full of fish. 153. John says to Peter, it's the Lord. Peter immediately puts on clothes and jumps out of the boat and swims to the shore. While the rest of the disciples come in with the fish. Now here's what my thought is. My thought is, John has um, I'm sorry, Peter has been wrestling with this guilt all this time. And he couldn't say anything with the crowd. But here was his opportunity. He goes to the shore to have a talk with Jesus. To say, I'm sorry. Jesus already knew he was going to go to the crowd anyway. But he needed to have that moment alone with him. Away from the crowd. Meanwhile, the rest of the disciples are bringing in a catch of fish, right? So Jesus still hasn't formally identified himself, and nobody's going to say, you know, but he says, um, come in and breakfast and bring some of the fish you just caught. So they do that. They bring the fish. And they have breakfast. They have a fish fry on the beach. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesus asked the pivotal question of Simon. He says, Do you love me? And his exact words are, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? And Peter says, Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, Feed my lambs. And again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he answers, Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. And Jesus said again, Take care of my sheep. There's a third time he said to Simon, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love And Jesus said, be much. So I was thinking about this as well. And Deborah wanted to write all these different pieces with the scripture. Do you think God would be? No. I was trying to write this and trying to write that, and nothing would come. And I said, okay, so you're going to do something different with me. I'm not even going to have a real good script. I'm just going to have to go with the flow and see what happens. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, 
This was giving Peter a second chance. This was a recommissioning of Peter. And he was asked three times, just as Peter denied Jesus three times, he was being given an opportunity to flip the script. So he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. Take care of the young ones, because they can stray so easily from the world. They can become entrapped in the lies and deception of the world. Feed them and feed them well. And then Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me again? The second time. And he answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Take care of the sheep. Tend to the sheep. Tend to the ones that are broken, to the ones that have been hurt and scarred in this world. The ones that have faced so many disappointments, their own trauma their own brokenness in this world of deception. Restore them to health. Strengthen them so that they go back out again. And I was thinking even that that might even apply to the leaders. So many have been hurt in the work and need refreshing so they can go back out and do the And then he said, follow me. 
whether you're in ministry or not. All of us need a second chance. We all have various things that um, have held us back or have challenged us. Things that we require forgiveness of, redemption of. And it all goes back to forgiveness and moving forward to do whatever it is that God has shaped and called us to do. Peter ran away only to come back to the only one who loved him unconditionally and forgave him to do So too do we. We can run from our fault. We can think that we're not good enough to handle the call, smart enough to handle the call. But God knows what's needed in this world more than we do. And I will allow us a time of rest or respite to even learn more things. But then the call comes back, the recommissioning. And follow the call wherever it might lead you, wherever it might carry you. Simon, also known as Peter, was recommissioned to feed the lambs for those who were young and needed truth so they would not stray from God. He was recommissioned to tend to the sheep. To care for them, for the tired, the broken heart ones, and to feed the sheep so that they were more strong in them, stronger in their faith. And I keep going back to that net with 153 fish. I keep wondering what did that mean? They caught, and the numbers placed in the scripture. So I said, why 153? But I guess that's for another stop, another time. <laughs> <laughs> because I wasn't given the answer. 